WTTM 587. This episode of Paul Berry's A Window to the Magic is brought to you by you. Yes, you. Window to the Magic is supported by its listeners and is totally commercial sponsor free. Just pure, family-friendly, and kid-safe entertainment in stunning binaural sound. It takes a lot to keep this show coming to you, and we hope you'll agree that the result is definitely worth the cost. Please support the cause by visiting windowtothemagic.com and signing up for reoccurring support. Together, we can keep the magic alive. You're listening to the Window to the Magic com podcast brought to you by window to the magic.com surround yourself with the magic hello and welcome to a window to the magic my name is paul and as always I will be your guide through the wonderful world of Disney sound experiences. This show is a weekly trip through the world of the Disney theme parks and resorts, and this is the place where you get to use your ears to surround yourself with the magic. Well, hello everyone, and welcome to yet another episode of A Window to the Magic, the ultimate Disney audio adventure. I am out here, still, at Epcot Center, at Walt Disney World in Orlando, Florida. And this time, we're going to do it just a little differently. But first, before I tell you what we're going to do, I'm going to introduce someone that you guys haven't heard from probably ever, but for a long, long time. Daniel Lightfoot has joined me here at Epcot. How you doing, buddy? I'm doing good. How are you? Good, good, good. Uh, Daniel and I haven't seen each other here in Florida in 11 or 12 years. Mm -hmm. And back 11 or 12 years ago, we met um, up and we went to lunch at the Rosencrown Pub. Mm -hmm. During Mouse Fest. Yes. So we just met up and went to lunch at Rosencrown Pub, mm-hmm. you know, and in 2030, yeah. we'll meet up again and we'll go to lunch at whatever is there at the time. This is the only place we can have lunch. That's right. So. Yes. Which it makes us very hungry in the interim. Basically. So uh, anyway, he, uh, he, you know, he lives out in this area. And so I wanted to have him come out and join me in the parks. Uh, he is just about to take off, but I wanted to make sure that he got a chance to say hi to you all and uh, to tell everybody about what he's been doing and uh, where you can find him online. So go ahead and tell him. All right, thank you. Uh, so for the past uh, six years or so, I've been in the film and photography industry. Um, I went to film school here and used some of that when I was um, you know, making videos early on for one of the magic, and a little bit before film school, I think, actually. Um, but I do professional commercial photography now, and um, I also do photography for the Disney company uh, at Disney Creative Media. We do a lot of event stuff, and um, specifically my site that, I'm, uh, that I have now is uh, cinematicdreamsphotography.com. 
nice and short, just like window to the magic. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Cinematicdreamsphotography.com. Uh, okay. I, I try to get I tried to get the CDP, you know, acronym, uh -huh. and it's some other company, but ah. um, but yeah, you can go there and then uh, Daniel J Lightfoot on Instagram. Okay. I post on there a little bit more often, um, but like I said, I do mostly commercial stuff, so advertising. Uh, commercial uh, portraiture and product marketing. Do you do weddings? I used to. Do you do windows? <laughs> <laughs> no, he's a Not Mac anymore. man. No. Uh. no, I am. I am. Actually, my, my Mac is dying. Oh, no. Yeah, yeah, Time to buy a new one. It's got this weird thing going on where it's it's not burning, but it's something like that. Talk to, talk to Bob Iger. He's probably he throttling probably, your device. That, that's, that makes sense. Yes. Um, actually, I guess that would be... Um, What's his name from oh, Apple? I can't remember his name. Yeah. Cook? Yeah, Tim, Tim Cook. Yeah. yeah, there you go. Um, but uh, anyway, so, okay. Well, um, when you guys hear this and, and you know, whatever uh, Daniel was saying earlier, he's interested to know how many people actually remember him yeah. from forever ago. Um, so if you uh, remember him and you remember his videos and whatever, um, send an email to podcast at windowtothemagic.com. Let us know that you do remember Daniel, and I will forward them on to him. Uh, or, of course, you know, you can find him online and send him a message and say, hey, you know, I remember you. And, I if, you and if you don't, make sure you go to iTunes and look up the old videos, because I think they're still up there. I, I believe you're right. Yeah, I, I think... The standard definition. Right, yeah. yes. Um, that's true. There is two. So, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's that. So, very good to see you, my friend. Absolutely. Yes, I will see you again in 2029, 2030, whatever that is. It's a date. Awesome. Uh, congratulations on getting married. Thank you. And uh, say hi to the missus for me. I will. All right. All right. Bye, Paul. Bye, everyone. See ya. Okay, so, for those of you still with me here, um, you may notice that the microphones are a little different. Like, you'll hear this. Okay, so there's that sound, uh, which is probably a lot clearer. And then there's this sound, which is not quite as clear because I have some headphones on uh, over the binaural microphones. And you'll find out why very shortly. Uh, this should be a fun experience uh, if, uh, if this all goes well. And, uh, and then we will, uh, we will go from there. So I'm going to walk in and uh, walk under Spaceship Earth, and we're going to go in and check out a couple of things on this show. And uh, yeah, there you are. So welcome to Epcot Center.
future World Central, near the large fountain. So now you know why I'm wearing the headphones. So Disney has recently upgraded its assistive listening device technology as uh, some new devices that they're using and uh, their audio description is what we're currently enjoying. So throughout the walk and hopefully throughout the shows that we have, uh, that we are going to see, we will get to experience this technology. Well, there's the monorail. Wah -wah. Future World Central, near World Showcase. And just in case you were wondering, that was Monorail Lime. As I suspect, that is definitely the monorail orange of Walt Disney World. <laughs> So as we walk along, that audio description is going to pop in every so often and update us on our location. And then, hopefully, when we go in and see the shows that we're going to go see, we will get the audio description to go with those shows so that uh, you can enjoy them uh, mentally as well as audibly. Showcase Plaza Promenade. Yeah, so I'm going to turn that down just a little bit. There we go. Let's see how that is. There's two buttons down. Walking through Epcot's International Festival of the Arts. Mm. 
basically food and wine for painters. White chocolate and purple sweet potato mousse. Ooh. I'm sure that's great, but that does not sound good. Showcase Plaza Promenade, near the refreshment port and restrooms. Like it was already sketchy for me to wear uh, Yep, <laughs> refreshment port is just off to the right, as are the restrooms. So, so far its GPS location is working just fine. letting me know about 50 to 75 feet ahead of whatever I'm getting to. that one by a little bit. Because I uh, was just walking out of Canada as that triggered. So. United Kingdom, service animal relief area, between the area restrooms and the British phone Yeah. Uh, 
UK Pavilion Promenade. A little closer. up on your right. Thank you. France Pavilion Promenade. Come on, Baba. France Pavilion, near the entrance to Impression de France. The attraction description service is available at this attraction. Just started? Uh, you missed yeah. yeah. The next one will be 25 minutes. Okay. Because it's every 15 and 45 minutes of each okay. hour. Okay. Um, I just wait here? 
wait here or okay. make the turn and then come back. So okay. Alright, thank you. You're welcome. France Pavilion, Impression de France attraction waiting area. The attraction description service is available at this attraction. A pre-description for this attraction is available under the attractions option in the audio menu. France audio menu. Choose one of nine. One, area description. Two, attractions. Three, restrooms. Four, food and beverage. Five, merchandise. Six, entertainment. Seven, service animal relief areas. Eight, supplemental information. Nine, exit audio menu. One, area description. Two, attractions. One, area description. The France Pavilion replicates Parisian formal gardens and fountains, as well as the winding boulevards of provincial neighborhoods. Shops and restaurants are housed within stone and stucco buildings reflective of Belle Epoque architecture. Rising above the steeply sloped mansard roofs and brick chimneys is a replica of the Eiffel Tower, a multi-level tower composed of metal and open lattice that tapers to a point. Choose one of two. One, detailed description. At the entrance of the France Pavilion, a stone wall extends along the edge of the World Showcase Lagoon, the atmosphere reminiscent of the Seine River in Paris. On top of the wall, large green boxes display assorted items, including art, postcards, vintage books, and models of the Eiffel Tower. Nearby, a six-sided kiosk is covered with posters of Impressionist art, including Manet and Monet. A large, old-fashioned camera sits on a tripod beside several boxy valises. La Promenade welcomes us with Parisian-style formal gardens, displaying trees, flowers, and a swirling pattern of knee-high shrubs. At the center is a rectangular stone fountain, lined with nozzles spraying jets of water into the air. The cobblestone boulevard winds past provincial shops, close-knit, three-story tall buildings of stone, brick, and stucco. Storefronts with broad awnings and beautifully painted signs adorn the ground floors of each building. The upper floors are accented with painted shutters, flower boxes, and iron balconies. Benches and iron tables and chairs offer places to sit and relax. The shops include wine cellars Maison du Vin and Les Vins du France. Plume et Palette, offering fragrances, and food shops including the bakery Boulangerie Patisserie, a restaurant named Les Chefs de France, and others. With glass walls on three sides of the dining room, Les Chefs de France allows guests to take in the charming sights as they enjoy a French meal. The restaurant's back wall is decorated with art, mirrors, and shelves lined with wine bottles. A highlight of the pavilion, the Palais du Cinéma, is housed in a building with a neoclassical facade, boasting ornate columns and a steeply peaked roof. An elaborate iron frame holds a sign announcing the film Impression de France. Attraction description is available. France audio menu. Choose one of nine. One, area description. 
two attractions. One attraction, Impression de France. Impression de France is an 18-minute film celebrating the beautiful French countryside. Attraction description is available. Choose one of two. One, attraction pre-description. Two, exit audio menu. One, attraction pre-description. As we enter a columned building, we pass beneath bronze letters that read Impression de France. Above the words, an angelic face is centered in a bronze garland. Once inside, the rectangular pre-show hall resembles a sidewalk between two Parisian buildings. Beams crossing the ceiling are painted a pale blue, with mauve and white stripes running lengthwise. Four bay windows, two on the right wall and two on the left wall, serve as display cases featuring Notre Dame Cathedral in Paris. A bench is found sitting against each wall, between its two bay windows. A framed photograph hangs above each bench. The sidewalk floor is made of smooth gray stones. Glass lamps posted over small scalloped flower boxes cast a warm glow. Straight ahead of us, we see a wide, curving corridor that resembles the entrance to a fancy opera house or theater. A column rises on each side of the corridor. Planters hold leafy plants in front of the columns. A statue of a gargoyle sits in the center of the threshold. We will explore the space in two sections. The first section will be the bay windows closest to the entrance. The second section will be the bay windows nearest to the corridor leading into the theater. On the right side of the hall, the first window showcases Notre Dame's flying buttresses. Photos and drawings show the massive yet delicate arches stretching from the cathedral's third level down to the ground. The buttresses extend from the east side of the cathedral. An information card explains the structural significance of the arches and their place in Gothic architecture. Just past the display, the image over the bench on the right shows the cathedral illuminated at night. The cathedral reflects on the glassy surface of the Seine River. The first window on the left side of the hall houses a display of Notre Dame's famous gargoyles and chimeras. Photos show the stone carvings that sit around the top of the cathedral, keeping watch over the city of Paris. The carvings have gaunt, monkey-like bodies and grotesque, animal-like faces. While they look similar, each carving has its own physical characteristics, such as wings or fangs. The image above the left bench shows one of the cathedral's stained glass rose windows. In the photograph, taken from inside the cathedral, light filters through a circular pattern of glass with a red and yellow color scheme. Now we will explore the second section of the hall. The second bay window on the right side displays the roses of Notre Dame. This refers to the three massive circular stained glass windows in the cathedral. Photographs show the windows from afar, as well as closer shots from inside. Petal-shaped panes of multicolored glass build out from a center circle, like the petals of a rose. A card highlights the history of the windows. The second window on the left side of the hall showcases photos of the cathedral's western facade. This is the main entrance to the cathedral, with its twin bell towers. The cathedral's pointed spire rises between the two towers, above one of the rose windows. Three large arched doorways decorate the front of the cathedral, the center arch being the tallest. 
detailed religious carvings cover the arches. Exiting the hall, we enter the corridor leading to the theater. The statue at the threshold is a gargoyle. Atop a pedestal, it leans on its elbows, cupping its chin in its hands. A bronze plaque reads, The Spitting Gargoyle. We cross onto the red and gold carpet and proceed along the corridor, curving to the right. We approach three sets of doors. When the presentation begins, they swing open, leading to a ramp that curves to the left and into the theater. We enter at the back right side of the semicircular theater and will exit on the left. Red curtains with gold fringe cover the curving front wall. Rows of seats face the curtains. A balcony at the back of the theater has five box seats, like an opera house. When the film starts, the front curtains will open to reveal five large screens. The five screens stretch around the front of the theater, filling our view. My name is Marine and I come from Avignon. We are about to enter into the Ballet du Cinéma to watch Impression de France. During this review, we listen great composers such as Debussy, Ravel, and Saint-Saëns. In a few moments, these automatic doors will open, so please make sure to stay behind the yellow line as the doors open towards you. As a reminder, please do not smoke and refrain from using flash photographs inside. For the travelers using Walshar or ECB, you can use the far left doors and go sit on the top row. Merci et bon voyage en France. Have a nice trip in France. Are you guys using the uh, the uh, audio descriptive service that Disney provides? No. No? This device that I have here yeah. provides descriptions for all the ride shows and attractions. We do. Area descriptions and everything. You might enjoy it greatly. Wow. And it's free. You just have to put down a 25 deposit. You get it back when you return it. And you get it where? Uh, up in the front under Spaceship Earth at Guest Relations. Okay. Yep. Now. Yeah. So, but uh, yeah, if, if you're in the park another day, each park has them and it's fabulous. It'll be describing for me the whole movie that we're going to be seeing. Oh, wow. Yeah. So, just thought that I might mention that. Thank you. You bet. I hope you enjoy it. As courtesy to those around you, please turn off your electronic devices and refrain from using flash photography inside. Also, if you want to leave during the movie, you can use the exit on your left. Now, we probably take you to a nostalgic visit into my country, friends. I hope you'll enjoy the classic beauty, music, and romance that you will see from Paris to our countryside. Et maintenant, mesdames et messieurs, nous sommes heureux de vous présenter l'impression de France. On a center black screen, a title appears. Impression de France.
Now the sun beams on the lofty seaside cliffs of Entretin, Normandy, where a rock arch bends into the water. Four screens, two on either side of the center, expand the coastal panorama. Bluffs tower to our left and right as waves curl gently onto a stony beach. Our view dissolves to a lush swamp veiled in mist. The water's glassy surface reflects overhanging trees and bright patches of sky. Our view dissolves to the grand Chateau Chenonceau spanning the Cher River. The river flows gently under the castle's stone archways. On land, behind the sprawling fortress adorned with turrets and a round, windowless tower, neatly trimmed gardens edge winding pathways. Now, in a forest, sun-laced trees with full round crowns shade a grassy field. Horsemen on powerful bay mounts ride with a pack of hunting dogs. The tricolor pointers dip their noses to the ground and wag their tails. Our view takes to the air, and we soar toward Chambord, a chateau towering above a grassy valley on the banks of the Loire River. We fly over its ornamental roof, adorned with turrets and domes. hillside as the sun warms clusters of red roofs. We approach a grand church with a decorated facade and two belfries. on a narrow stone street. The true heart of my country grows from the toil of our people, from villages and family farms of the most fertile land. An outdoor marketplace bustles with merchants and shoppers. We ride in a wagon loaded with fresh flowers, and a woman and a teenage girl pull us into the plaza. A quaint Tudor-style building gleams in the sun. Dark brown timber adorns its white stucco facade. Stopping by one of the vendors, the woman and the girl unload clay pots of red and pink flowers. Now in a pastry shop, a little boy gazes up at shelves of decorated sweets. Our journey returns to the countryside. In 
a vineyard, harvesters pick bushels of grapes. Another worker drives a tractor between the rows, carting a grape-filled bushel. In a dark cellar, storing giant wooden barrels, a man opens a bottle of cognac. Now, a spouting fountain showers a bronze chariot and its charging horses. The majestic gardens of Versailles, a magic window onto a golden... The grand palace of Versailles, with its gardens in full bloom, stretches before us. Tall, arched windows adorn the first and second stories of the linear white marble building. Inside this spacious hall of mirrors, sunlight glints on crystal chandeliers. Again, our journey takes flight. We soar over a hilltop where a village sits at the foot of the castle Benach. The stronghold's narrow round towers surround a larger square tower with small windows and a parapeted roof. Beyond, in a sunny valley, a river meanders through flat green fields toward a string of rolling hills. Now, at the edge of a forest, a man chops wood. In distant towns, in quiet villages, within the heart of all my people dwells, the secret vagabond. Now, a half-dozen bicyclists ride downhill past a chateau protected by a high stone wall and round towers. In a town, crowds watch a Bugatti road race. The blue antique cars, two-seaters shaped like blood torpedoes, drive down streets lined with haystacks. gently float off the ground. Dreaming of faraway places yet unseen, we say in the words of our great poet Baudelaire, et sans savoir pourquoi, disent toujours, allons. They live for the sake of living, and without knowing why, they always say, we must go. The balloons rise into the clear blue sky above a spired castle. As we slowly drift through the air, the green countryside rolls into a distant haze. Now we fly past a craggy cliff toward a grassy ridge bristling with evergreens. The land drops sharply into a wooded gorge that winds down into the foothills of snow-dusted mountains. 
In the Alps, soaring above the timberline, we float over a jagged ridge. Ahead of us, puffy white clouds encircle Mont Blanc's snow-capped summit. For countless miles, white peaks rise sharply into the blue sky. Inside, downhill skiers carve smooth, graceful turns in packed powder. The trail breaks left, bringing the skiers to a sweeping bowl blanketed in windswept snow. They follow each other single file, gently swishing side to side. Thin clouds veil the rugged valley below. view launches off a bluff. We sail over a snowy ravine. Now, in La Rochelle Harbor at dawn, two round stone towers mark the entrance. Floating on the calm water, fishing boats and yachts rest at moorings. On the deck of a trawler, three fishermen sift through their catch in a net. Two of them wear rubber aprons, while the third wears rubber overalls. Later, on a rocky beach, two other fishermen carry a trap ashore. At night, a small rock island juts out of a bay. On top of the isolated mount, a steepled church stands shadow black against a pale, cloud-laced sky. The morning sun reveals the Gothic architecture of the highest point of the citadel. An ageless symbol of France, Mont-Saint-Michel, proud, full of grace and symmetry, rooted firmly to the ground. Yet we float past the lofty church steeple. Below it, a dozen spired turrets stand in a cluster. From the church's height, we gaze out to sea, then look down a dizzying distance at the village below. Now, in a small stone church filled with people, a young couple gets married. The groom lifts the bride's lace veil and kisses her. Side by side, they turn back to the priest. Later, the husband escorts his wife outside and guests shower them in flower petals. At the outdoor reception in a lantern-lit yard, the bride and groom share a dance. Some guests join in, while others enjoy the buffet. Several women wear traditional white Breton hats, which are cylindrical and about two feet tall. Now, on the tall coastal cliffs of Normandy, an older couple walks a dog along a grassy trail. 
bundled against a chill, they stroll high above the breaking surf. Now, the sun beams on a craggy limestone promontory at the southern tip of Corsica. Our view soars over the cliff city of Bonifacio, whose pale ivory buildings gleam in the bright light. On the other side of the island, a winding strait separates Corsica from Sardinia. From the cold green north, they come to the golden glow of the Riviera, where warm winds In a cliff-lined cove, two sailboats sit at anchor. Swimmers dive off one of the sloops into the rippled water. Now, in front of a sweeping, elegant hotel, sunbathers relax on a beach. Waiters bring some of them food and drink. As night falls on a restaurant's roof deck, diners sit overlooking a sparkling city and dark, rolling hills. Now, rolling through a train tunnel, we burst out of the darkness into daylight. view speeds through a narrow, high-walled gorge, then over an expansive bridge. Inside the dining car, passengers eat and chat and read. Broad windows on both sides reveal the passing countryside. Our view plunges back into a dark tunnel, then dissolves to a bustling train platform. at twilight, we drive along a wide boulevard past glowing storefronts and street lamps. Ahead of us, L'Arc de Triomphe stands majestically at the end of the Avenue des Champs-Élysées. In the dim evening light, lamps glow along the River Seine. A city of dreams come true. A captain wearing a white cap steers a riverboat gently down the Seine. The dim evening light casts shadows across Notre Dame Cathedral. Atop the sharply pitched roof, a slender steeple towers into a dusky sky. In the morning, hundreds of red, white, and blue balloons are released around the sunlit church. shaped helmets and white sashes over their dark frock coats ride past La Conciergerie, a sweeping Gothic palace. In neat formation, they file down a city block into a stone stable. Now, below the Eiffel Tower, we peer through the arcing pylons across a trim green. Our view looks up the trestle. 
vessels through a hole in the lowest square platform. Atop a second smaller platform, the tapering iron tower rises hundreds of feet into the air. Taking flight, we glide up the tower's latticework girders. Far below us, beyond the River Seine, a city sprawls across the horizon. of Etretat, where rock arches plunge gracefully into the sea. The bright sun beams on a rolling rock spire, sharply jutting out of the water. Our aerial journey continues over the Alps. Above the timberline, jagged peaks rise into a thinly clouded sky. At night, soft golden light washes across the elegant facade of Chateau Chambord. Back in the Alps, we soar over a snowy ridge. In the distance, sun strikes the summit of Mont Blanc. Our view dissolves to Paris at twilight. In silhouette, the Eiffel Tower stands tall and graceful against a cloud-laced sky. France Pavilion, near the entrance to Impression de France. The attraction description service is available at this attraction.
Okay, so there you have it. That is uh, Impressions de France uh, with audio description service provided by the Walt Disney Company. Uh, I have tickets at this point, fast pass tickets, to go over and that's not the right one. To go over and to uh, enjoy the Frozen uh, Ever After attraction. Uh, so I am going to go and do that right now. And uh, maybe later on I will um, attend another show with uh, audio description. Uh, such as the American Adventure or the Canada Pavilion uh, movie. And, uh, yeah, let's, uh, matter of fact, let's see, just right now. France Pavilion Promenade. So it shows that the O Canada film is uh <laughs> Is, uh, is up and running. I may do that uh, here fairly quickly. Getting a little windy out here. Pavilion Promenade. It's quite the trick trying to put these headphones on in such a way that you still get good audio, but you can still hear the descriptions. 
United Kingdom, service animal relief area, between the area restrooms and the British phone booths. It's funny, walking back this way, hearing that description, I don't see an area. It's a walkway. I don't think you should be having your pet relieve itself in a walkway. Alright, so fingers crossed that we come upon O Canada starting shortly. Canada. Until showtime. Next one's in about seven minutes. Perfect timing. Thank you. Canada audio menu. Choose one of nine. One area description. Canada Pavilion. O Canada attraction waiting area. The attraction description service is available at this attraction. A pre-description for this attraction is available under the attractions option in the audio menu. Canada audio menu. Choose one of nine. One, area description. Two, attractions. One attraction, O Canada. O Canada is a 14-minute, 360-degree film that captures the country's grandeur. 
Attraction description is available. Choose one of two. One, attraction pre-description. At the Canada Pavilion, near mountain peaks and a waterfall, a carved wooden sign over an entrance reads, O Canada, journey the land of grandeur in Circle Vision 360. Carved into a mountainside, the entrance leads into an abandoned mine shaft. Bare rock peeks through the rustic planks lining the walls. Shovels and picks hang on the sides of the long passage, and softly glowing lanterns dangle between overhead crossbeams. An antique water level gauge reveals the minutes to the next show. At the end of the shaft is the entrance to the Circle Vision Theater. Inside, nine large screens wrap around the room. The audience gathers in the center, standing along waist-high lean rails. Hello, everyone. Welcome to O Canada. My name is Matt, and I'm from Montreal, Quebec. Oh, our Prime Minister, Justin Trudeau. Now you're about to embark on a 14-minute tour across my home country, coast to coast, hosted by Canadian comedian Martin Short. So, if you haven't already done so, please correct all the personal belongings and be coming towards these doors at the front here. For those of you closest to the doors, please remain behind the yellow line on the ground because those doors will be only towards you. Thank you so much for your time.
A snowstorm blows across nine film screens that curve around the room. Canada, big, wide, and very, very cold. What? Here in the Great White North, it snows 24 hours a day. No, 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 no. no. Every day of the year. Excuse me? Its frozen landscape is dotted with igloos. Uh, hello? Homes for the vast majority of Canadians. A pile of snow drops on a man wearing a Hawaiian shirt. Of all the nerve. The man brushes snow off his arms. Sorry to interrupt, but everything he said is wrong. You're completely wrong. I am. I mean, have you ever been to Canada? Mm, technically, no. Uh-huh. You know, you know, I think that these good people deserve to hear from someone who knows the true Canada. Someone who loves Canada, who grew up there. Is Celine Dion here? No, Celine Dion is not here. I'm referring to myself, Martin Short. Hello. Raised in Hamilton, Ontario. Fine. I'll just go to the France Pavilion film, where they appreciate an invisible narrator. Adieu. That's French. Now, I can show you the real Canada. My Canada. And there's lots to see. So let's go, shall we? We fly over a massive curved waterfall. The image wraps around the entire room. First stop, Niagara Falls. Oh, I know what you're thinking. You're thinking, but Marty, those are in America. And you'd be half right. This half, however, is in Canada. The spectacular Horseshoe Falls. Water cascades over the semicircular drop and crashes into the river below, sending up a cloud of spray. Now, from one natural wonder to another, check out the Bay of Fundy in New Brunswick, the largest tide in the world. Now, this is low tide, obviously, when you can actually walk on the seafloor. But at high tide, you'd be 50 feet underwater. So time your walks very carefully, okay? From the east coast, we zoom across six time zones to the west coast. So keep your hands and feet inside the country at all times. A view of rivers and mountains switches to a manicured garden. Vancouver Island's spectacular Bouchard Gardens, inspiring visitors from around the world for over 100 years. Time-lapse photography shows flowers blooming. Red, yellow, and purple petals unfurl into beautiful blossoms. But if you like your plants a little bigger, take a stroll from nearby Cathedral Grove. Some of the trees here are more than 800 years old. In a forest, mist wafts between the trunks of giant, towering trees. With sites like these, I'm sure it comes as no surprise that Canadians love the great outdoors. And especially these Canadians. A montage of animals, a beaver, elk, whales, a moose, a ram, a bald eagle, a Canada goose, a loon, and a wolf. Next, images of white-furred polar bears fill every screen. I suppose the polar bears are a bit of a giveaway that we do get a little snow in Canada. But you know what? It doesn't slow us down. Not one bit. On a snow-capped mountain, skiers speed down a pristine slope. Snowboarders fly off a ridge into the air. They land and race between groves of trees. Skiers launch off a jump and soar into a series of mid-air flips and twists. Curlers sweep the ice in front of a large stone, helping it glide smoothly. And okay, sometimes I do get a little excited about curling, but who doesn't? Sweet, 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 sweet! 
outside families skate along a frozen canal. In winter, skating is our favorite form of transportation, like here in the Rideau Canal in Ottawa. Martin wears a hockey uniform. <sighs> I was practically born on skates. In fact, I just happen to have some footage from my glory days in peewee hockey. Isn't it great that my parents owned a circle vision camera? What are the odds? Don't pass it to Marty. Hey, that's me! Young Marty misses a shot on goal. Well, I think you can clearly see my early potential. Sure, I could have gone pro. The dream of every young Canadian. Hockey players check each other into the boards. But I decided to go into comedy instead. Martin falls through the ice. Ah! Looks like things are warming up. But that's okay, because when the snow melts, Canadians are just as passionate about warm weather sports. A montage shows rafting, horse racing, baseball, skateboarding, and lacrosse. Now, a ship sails in a bay. Here in Nova Scotia, our passion is sailing. This is the home of the legendary Blue Nose, winner of four international races in her day. We're so proud of her, we put her image in a coin. Check it out the next time you accidentally get a Canadian dime in your change. Large white sails hang from the Blue Nose's two masts. Now, forests line the banks of a river. Yes, Canadians do treasure nature and the great outdoors. And with such colorful small towns as Moose Jaw and Medicine Hat, some people might think we're rustic backwoods folks. But in fact, most Canadians live in cities. Come on, I'll show you. Piers line a waterfront city with hundreds of sailboats docked side by side. Here's beautiful Victoria, British Columbia. The architecture of this charming city is so inspired by its British heritage that you would swear you were in. Now, forests and water surround a city on a large island. Victoria's nearest neighbor is Vancouver. This diverse cosmopolitan city is nestled between a rainforest, coastal mountains, and the Pacific Ocean. It's also home to Canada's exciting film industry. Now that's talent. Images show Vancouver's skyscrapers and boat-filled marina, a woodland beach, and a mountain gondola. Now, a city on a river. Next stop is Calgary, gateway to the Rocky Mountains, where sophisticated city living is right around the corner from outdoor adventure. And if you visit in July, don't forget to pack your chaps and spurs. The Calgary Stampede, in the saddle since 1912, with bucking broncos, wagon races, and bull riding. Let me show you how it's done. Get along, little doggy! Martin twirls a lasso and tries to rope a calf. Cowboys ride broncos and horse teams race-covered wagons. Martin lies beside his calf, tied up with his own rope. From the height of the Rockies to the height of sophistication, Toronto. This is a truly creative city, filled with theaters, museums, and nightlife. The highlight of the year is the Toronto International Film Festival, where stars and fans from all over the world arrive for premieres and parties. Oh, I know, you're probably thinking, hey Marty, what's with the French? Well, it's because now we are in Quebec, the cradle of French civilization in North America. Quebec City is the only walled city in Canada. Frosty snow tops Quebec City's European-style buildings and narrow streets. A castle-like hotel overlooks the partly frozen St. Lawrence River. 
A montage shows a street carnival, a large grassy park, and a horse-drawn carriage. But the largest city in the Provence du Quebec is Montreal. In fact, it's the largest French-speaking city outside of France. Elle est très belle, non? A little help for the monolinguals in the audience. Words appear, it is very beautiful, Merci. no? You're welcome. Images show cathedrals and skyscrapers, a domed sports stadium, and a reflecting pool. Montreal is the home of the little theater group you just might be familiar with. Acrobats perform in colorful costumes. Cirque du Soleil was created on the sidewalks of Quebec by street performers in 1984. Today it has shows all over the world. Performers maneuver down flowing ribbons of silk and twirl inside giant rings. And speaking of talented performers, here are a few other Canadians you might recognize. Photos appear, Jim Carrey, Anna Paquin, Kim Cattrall, Dan Aykroyd, Michael J. Fox, Alanis Morissette, Donald Sutherland. Wait, aren't we missing the most glamorous one of all? Photos of Martin fill every screen. You can say entertainers are Canada's most important export. But let me introduce you to the real stars of Canada. The people who make up one of the most diverse countries in the world. From our native people to our newest immigrants, we treasure that diversity. But no matter who we are, we're all proud to be Canadian. Images show people of many races and cultures. This would be a perfect place for a song. I think so, don't you? Royal Canadian Mounted Police, dressed in red uniforms, ride dark horses. They fan out to encircle the entire room. Now, we fly over a mountain forest, past a coursing waterfall, to a sparkling mountaintop lake. fly over the ocean, then mountains and rivers.
we fly over the modern skyscrapers of Vancouver's waterfront and glide past the Canada Place cruise ship terminal, its roof resembling a row of white sails. At night, spotlights illuminate the cascading horseshoe-shaped waterfall. Here we are at Niagara Falls again. We've come full circle and sadly, our journey has come to well, I just hope you enjoyed your tour of my Canada. But there's nothing like the real thing. So just walk outside the theater, hook a left toward that big silver ball, and keep walking due north. You can't miss it. Just tell them Marty sent you. With both yeah. hands, Martin presses on the screen. Uh, how, how do I get out of here? Because I have a fast pass for soaring. <laughs> I need help. Welcome back, everyone, and thank you so much for joining us. Don't forget to collect all personal belongings and enjoy the rest of your day here at Epcot. Until me. Okay, so there you have it. Two attractions at uh, World Showcase in Epcot Center in Walt Disney World in Florida. I'm going to take these headphones off. Hold on. There. That way I sound a little more normal. That's, uh, that's bothersome, that, uh, that particular thing there, but that's okay. So there we go. I hope you enjoyed that. I hope uh, that... Uh, the uh, sight-impaired listeners that we have have especially enjoyed those two, especially Mr. Matt Cox uh, from the uh, Breakfast with the Brits podcast. Uh, Brunch with the Brits is what it's actually called. But um, anyway, he requested the Canada Pavilion movie. And uh, so I thought no, not only would I do it, but I would do it for him with audio description. Uh, which will allow him to enjoy it, uh, you know, as much as the rest of us normally do. Uh, you know, I thought it worked out well. So I would like to thank you all for listening to A Window to the Magic as we continue our trips here to, uh, or our trip here to the Walt Disney World Resort in Florida. Uh, I'm, what, uh, three shows in to, uh, to Epcot at this point, I think? Uh, and so I will be trying to do another one here before I leave tonight and we will see how that works out and before you ask no I will probably not be doing illuminations Um, but if you have something that you would like us to do uh, please let us know we always appreciate your feedback so be sure to email or call us soon email us at podcast at windowtothemagic.com You can call us at area code 307-GET-WTTM. 
Just dial the letters. It works. Trust me. You can follow us on Twitter, on Facebook. Be sure to join us again next time when I'll be back at Disneyland in Anaheim, California with yet another Where in the Park game. And then uh, I will be uh, back here at Walt Disney World with yet another show from Epcot. Uh, then it's on to the Magic Kingdom. I'm excited about that. But for now, this has been a window to the magic, the ultimate Disney audio adventure. Thanks for listening. And I will see you next time. Some days you eat the bear. And some days the bear eats you. But always dress for the hunt. Come to Come Surround yourself with the magic. Okay, bye.